welcome to another episode of the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, Samantha De La Heron, and this week we are talking about the genius of Rachel Morrison. But before we get to that, we have to talk about last week's riddle's answer. So last week's riddle was, I shave every day, but my beard stays the same. What am I? And I wonder who guessed it. <laughs> the answer, a barber. They gotta shave all day. Stay tuned for this week's riddle. So some topics we'll be discussing today are who is Rachel Morrison, the movies she's worked on, what makes her a genius, and that'll be basically it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get right into it. Okay, who is Rachel Morrison? Well, she was born on April 27th, 1978 in Massachusetts. She's married to Rachel Garza and she has two children. She went to the American Film Institute and she's been a member of the ASC, which is the American Society of Cinematographers, I think, uh, since 2017. And she began her career working on series like televisions and then TV movies for different networks. And then she did her own indie film called Palo Alto in 2007. And it was her debut as a DP on a feature film. And if that wasn't cool enough, she became the first woman to be nominated ever, the very first, for an Oscar in the Best Cinematography category. And that happened just a couple of years ago. And so, um, it's like, I don't think a woman has ever won. So she's the very first one to be nominated. If I'm not mistaken, she's the only one to ever be nominated for that award. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get more women in there because, um, Roger Deakins keeps winning, so <laughs> we need to step up our game, I guess. So some movies that she's known for is Seaberg, which came out in 2019, Black Panther, Obvi, which came out in 2018, Mudbound, which came out in 2017, and Fruitvale Station, which is a very, very popular one, uh, came out in 2013. So what makes her a genius or an auteur? Her early work on documentaries made her cinematography style steeped in reality and natural light. Like, you can see this all over the place in her films. She does a very good job at using natural light or what seems like natural light in her uh, style. And you can tell that this does come from her documentary work, which she did do a lot of that. And you can tell the way she uses characters and um, how she lights them to make it seem more real. Her ability to capture emotion by focusing on emotion-based movements and on their faces is subtle and a creative way to draw you into the story. And basically what she does is she just focuses really hard <laughs> on hand movements or the way you move your face or your head, your neck, arms, things like that. And like body language and she uses that to draw you in and it tells the story in a more creative way that a lot of cinematographers don't really use. I feel like she sets the bar for using actors <laughs> to what they're supposed to be used as and to tell the story. Like her job, yes, is to light and to 
convey the emotions set by the script and the director's vision and everything. But she takes it a step further and she uses her knowledge in her field and she she uses these actors and their faces and their phenomenal work and amps it up and uses it to her advantage to tell the story. Tracking shots, intense close-ups, POVs, and complex wide shots are a staple of Morrison's style, and she uses them to her advantage. You'll see this a lot. I think Fruitvale Station um, has a lot of these, as well as Mudbound. Um, she likes to track things, <laughs> have very intense close-ups. You can see that in Black Panther as well. And these very beautiful wide shots, again, Black Panther, um, you can totally tell that <laughs> she uses it to her advantage. And the point of filmmaking and storytelling really is to elicit emotion from the audience, and Morrison's techniques are enveloped by emotion completely, and that's what drives her and her storytelling. And I think that's really, really amazing, and I feel like not a lot of DPs do that nowadays, and I can see that she obviously earned her nomination. I forget which movie <laughs> um, it was, but she's done phenomenal, phenomenal work. So I'll add a little bit here as to why I think she's a genius or an auteur, and I'm very, very happy that I was able to do one on a woman this time, because I think I've done three on men, and so having one on a woman is very- <laughs> I mean, as a woman in film, it's it's something to look at as inspiration, aspiration, motivation, and she just does a really good job and you can tell that she loves her work, she loves her craft, and she just does whatever she needs to do, and <laughs> she does it very well, so I'm very, very um, happy with her work, and she is coming out with another, um, it's actually a, um, what's it called? <laughs> She's coming out with a biopic, um, and it's called Flint Strong, and that's coming out soon. I think she's working on that right now. Um, but she has like a ton, like a huge um, uh, filmography, and so if you just look into her or watch her films, she's like she does a very good job. Um, here's a couple other ones. Uh, she did Dope, which came out in 2015. Uh, Cake with Jennifer Aniston came out in 2014, and she's done a lot of shorts as well, like Last Words of a Holy Ghost. The Terry's, Rich Dicks, uh, Sunday Afternoons, Ceremonies of the Horsemen, Still Life, Redemption Maddie. She started out with a lot of shorts and then went into more features. Um, but the reason why I think she's a genius or an auteur is because she just pours her whole heart into her work. And the way she lights is very, very honest. And even though we have to suspend... Um, disbelief right then she makes it very very easy to do that and you don't really get jolted by the camera movements or the weird lighting or anything like you do in some other movies um and the work from some other dps so with her work it's just more like smooth and you can suspend your disbelief way easier and it just feels more real because of her background in documentaries and i think she does a wonderful wonderful job and that'll about wrap it up for that portion of our episode. So let's get into everyone's favorite segment, This Week in Film History. 
So I am recording this around July 5th. <laughs> so on July 5th, 1989, Seinfeld screens its pilot episode starring Jerry Seinfeld, Jason Alexander, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Michael Richards on NBC. And on July 8th, 2010, Inception, directed by Christopher Nolan and starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Joseph Gordon-Levitt, premieres in London. And that was everyone's favorite segment, This Week in Film History. So now this is the time for this week's riddle. So you see a boat filled with people, yet there isn't a single person on board. How is that possible? You see a boat filled with people, yet there isn't a single person on board. How is that possible? And look at the answer to this week's riddle at the top of next week's episode. So do you consider Rachel Morrison a genius or an auteur? Let me know. Email me, leave a comment, all those things. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you are and leave a review because it helps other people discover this podcast. And if you want more episodes, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. You can contact us on Instagram at dachroniclespod, all smushed together, or email us at dutchanglechronicles at gmail.com. I hope you have a great rest of your day, week, month, and year. And this has been the Dutch Angle Chronicles podcast, and I have been your host, Samantha De La Heron. And I will see you on the next one. Bye!